T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, Jody Cameron and John Ritchie. This segment right now is sponsored by Comcast Business Connectivity. We'll talk to Ross Tucker at 1245 today. Uh, Rhea Hughes usually with us Tuesday at noon, not this week, but uh, we'll be with us uh, next week. Of course, as we're getting, uh, I guess, geared up for the, the Super Bowl. At least we, we hope, we think. Uh, also, Twitter poll question of the day today, uh, when healthy, who's the best quarterback in the NFL? Three choices, Burrow, Hurts, Mahomes. Obviously, three of the four quarterbacks left in the NFL playoffs. You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. Coming up shortly here, we'll get to what Ray Diddy said looking back on the Jalen Hurts pick. He, uh, he had some uh, interesting commentary after the game the other day on television. We'll get to that shortly. Let's go to the phones. Talk to Tommy right now in South Philadelphia. Hi, Tommy. Hey, how you guys doing? Outstandingly. All right, out of all the quarterbacks, of course, is Jalen Hurts. Listen, the guy's playing out of his mind, okay? And all the haters out there, they can hate all they want. They can make us be underdogs. We are going to that Super Bowl, and we are going to be the Super Bowl champs no matter what. This team is destined. This team is great. Okay, so no matter what anybody can say, they can make us underdogs. They can laugh at us, whatever. I think, the Eagles, I think the Eagles are winning awesome, man. Do you think we need Listen, to pull – Tommy, Tommy, you think we got to pull out that Taylor Swift song? You know, the, the hate, hate, hate thing? I'll, right? I'll shake it, it off. Yeah. I love Taylor Swift. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> uh, I wanted to ask you, tell you something that what? the last two teams that played, um, you know, San Fran, you notice how San Fran took over in the fourth quarter. The only right. thing that they did is get off their game plan, and their game plan should have been going after that quarterback. That's how you got to take that team down because that quarterback is a rookie. You got to you got to do disguises. Once you pick him off, he's going to get flustered that's it or he fumbles you know what happened to be fair but tommy i'll I'll say this so to be fair to dallas i thought their defense played a really good game dallas did not lose because of their defense dallas lost because of their offense you threw that pick you notice how he got all flustered his whole game changed like it it, it affects the quarterback it does affect them you know and that's what they got to do to purdy they make him he goes to the left you notice when he goes to the left how he throws it in the air yes 
That's an easy pick right there. When he goes to his left, he throws it in the air. He's thrown it to nobody. He doesn't even know where he's thrown it to. That's a rookie mistake. They Tom, have to find, and he's got him. Tommy, Look, give I, me a big answer. Perfect. Female performance in a movie. Who do you have? I got the girl from uh, uh, the, the girl from the professional, uh, Natalie uh, Portman. Yeah, you yeah. got it, man. All right, Tommy. Appreciate the phone call, Natalie Portman. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, John, people are going to hate. The Eagles are being disrespected. They just, uh, you got to shake it off, though. That's what Taylor Swift says, right? You got to shake it off. Shake it off. Shake it off. Like, you know, just shake it off. No big deal. No, it actually is kind of a big deal because here we go again. Eagles, look, this is different than 2017. They're not actually an underdog in this round. They're not. But when I size up that the Eagles went 14-1 and in games in which Jalen Hurts was fully healthy, 13-1 and plus the 1-0 the other day, that the Eagles are going to be the team with home field advantage. That the Eagles were incredibly dominant this year. I, I, and then knowing what they look like versus the Giants, I just think they should be a bigger favorite versus San Fran. Now, I know San Fran's won 12 in a row, and I'm sure there's some people out there, especially if they're not an Eagles fan listening to us right now, like, yo, Joe, you're not, you're not keeping it real. You're not sizing up the situation. You're not factoring in 12 in a row. Like, okay, I get it, 12 in a row. That's, that is remarkable. But I, I actually don't think it's as remarkable as what the Eagles did this year, going 14-1 and in games in which it was a full-on out. Let's try to win the game. Well, those 12 in a row, none of those were against a team well, anywhere close yes. to our level. We, now, we, of course, that, can, that same argument, I will say, can be said, though, about the Eagles' schedule. Similar. The, the Eagles' destruction of Minnesota in Week 2 doesn't look that great when you consider, you know, Minnesota really wasn't that strong this year. Mm-hmm. Beating the Giants, I mean, they were slightly above average team. They're not that good. When the Eagles beat Dallas, Dallas did not have Dak. I mean, the Eagles don't really have what you'd call a signature win against a quality opponent this year. So, you know, that's probably part of why wow. it's a two-and-a-half-point point spread. But I still think it's foolish. I think the I Eagles think are a great bet. There were a lot of people thinking that the New York Giants were a quality opponent after yeah. what they did to end the season, and uh, thirty-eight to seven is nothing to sneeze at. Yeah, but yeah, I, I think. Th- remember, at the beginning of the season, we were saying about this team, yeah, we, we're not sure. We're not sure that the quarterback is the guy that they want in that spot, but this schedule will allow yeah. them to excel. Yep. So here we are. We made it through the schedule. It was a breeze when Jalen was our quarterback. And now we're, we're in that second season where you play higher quality teams. You're right. I expect it to be a, a back and forth at times, but I think we're better. We're significantly better. We are talented beyond talented. They're very talented also. They've got a great coaching staff. People underestimate our coaching staff. Younger, they haven't done it as long. They don't have the same reputation that Kyle Shanahan has. And people are holding it against us. By the way, quick point about next year, because I don't know if you guys have thought, you know, the the schedule obviously will be weighted against the Eagles. They're going to be, you know, the team with the best record in the division. They'll face the hardest opponents. A lot of times that means you face the top opponents in a division. I don't know what division they play from the NFC next year, but I do know for this. the AFC. No, for the NFC. You also play division oh, now oh, in the oh, NFC. Oh, I got you. Well, we can find that out. We know where the yeah, opponents he, are. Here's my point. If it's that North division, like, I don't have any fear of Minnesota. And if it's the South division, well, I don't have any fear. the North I, this year. I don't have any fear of Tampa Bay. Like, Tampa Bay, I mean, they could lose Brady. They could they could be down at 4-13 and 13 right. next year. Right. I'm just so, They're like. playing the West. Yeah, that's not as good. Oh, they're gonna, yeah, they're they play the, the Seahawks, Niners, Niners <laughs> Cardinals. Yeah, that's that's what they got. Ah, uh, uh, bummer on that theory. All right, let's listen to Ray Dittinger, the Diddy the other day after the game, uh, rounding back to the Jalen Hurts pick. Obviously, Hurts the other day won his first playoff game. You know, not the first one that he played in, but the first one that he won. And there's going to be a lot more playoff victories for Hurts in the years ahead. I mean, we certainly believe that, including one coming up in five days, I think. Uh, the Diddy post game on NBC Sports Philadelphia talking to Michael Barkan about the really unconventional draft pick. Remember, Carson was here. He'd only a year prior to that signed the big contract. But the Eagles saw something in Hurts, even though a lot of other teams didn't. Here's what Ray said. I, I got I to give him tremendous credit for the Hurts pick in the second round. I mean, it turns out to be really inspired. But at that time, and we were doing a show together, yep. and they picked second round Jalen Hurts. I was floored, to be honest <laughs> with you. And I thought, okay, what, 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 what am I missing here? Yeah. What am I, look, I saw the guy play in college. I saw him play at Alabama. I saw him play at Oklahoma. I thought he was a good player. But I had him as a fourth-round pick. 
Uh, and I started to call some of the people like the next day, some guys I knew around the league, and said, where did you have Jalen Hurts? Third round? Second? I said, did anybody have him in the second round? As far as we know, only the Why did you have him fourth round? I just didn't think he was, I just didn't think he could throw it well enough. You know, I mean, he certainly could run it, and he was obviously a tough, competitive kid who won a ton of games in college. But, I mean, as, as a passer, I mean, he just didn't look like an NFL passer. But the one thing you could not underestimate and has been proven out for sure is, boy, is he a worker. I mean, you look at how much he has improved each step of the way from Alabama to Oklahoma to the NFL and then each year in the NFL. He's, ha he's had that work ethic to just keep working at it and working at it to the point where, I mean, he has now become basically a 70% completion guy and just seems to be, I mean, this, leadership the leadership quality. Yeah, yeah. The, sky, the sky's the limit for him. It really is. Guy's totally the limit. And I'll tell you this. We talked earlier in the show, and I'm sure it'll be a common theme for the next couple of weeks, Eagles being disrespected. There's no question in my mind, not just the team, but Hurts. And frame it this way. We had a caller or two that said earlier, and I think it's right, that the Eagles are not per perceived as having the most interesting storylines. And therefore, you get less pub about them because, I, I don't know, you don't have storylines to grab the, na the nation's attention. How in the world is the Jalen Hurts storyline a small storyline? I mean, here's a guy that got benched in college football despite being really good. Here's a guy that got drafted as a backup and sat behind a guy perceived to be a star and never squawked, never, never caused a problem in those 12 games. Here's a guy where his team loves him. And, and, and I really believe fundamentally, John, some of it, a lot of it is, this is my perception, people nationally think the way Hurts plays is a gimmick, like in the early 80s, what Bill Walsh is doing, oh, you're just going to throw four-yard passes, this West Coast offense thing, and let a receiver run after the, the catch? Oh, it's a gimmick. No, it's really effective. Oh, Steph Curry, you're going to shoot a lot of three-pointers? Oh, that's a gimmick. No, it's really, really, really effective. What Jalen Hurts does is exceptional, and the nation doesn't realize it. I don't think they get the story, and I don't think they get how legit how he plays is. And it's the future of the NFL, and people just don't – they don't see it. It's amazing to me. And I don't think people realize this team was turned over to Jalen Hurts. Jason Kelsey told us yeah. he basically passed the torch to Jalen Hurts. And part of what was so great about this team this year is we felt like every single week they were absolutely ready to play. Now, the last month, mixed results. Sure. I don't think they had their hearts fully into that. I agree. They felt like we got to win one out of three. It was different. Jalen Hurts is is beyond the the leadership qualities that that people understand. Yeah, look, I think the Eagles and the Niners, if you just size them up, fifty two versus fifty two, not counting quarterback, you can make a case it's even maybe even leans to San Fran. Hurts is so much better than Purdy. He deserves to be more than a two and a half point point spread favorite. But hey, listen, nation wants to dog the Eagles. That's the way it goes sometimes. This segment right now brought to us by Comcast Business. Complete connectivity, help your business thrive and stay connected. With the Comcast Business Complete Connectivity Solution, one solution for wherever business takes you. Comcast Business, powering possibilities, restrictions apply. All right, we'll talk to Ross Tucker at 1245. Phone calls through the show. If you want to react to how we perceive the nation perceives the Eagles, only a two-and-a-half-point favor, please do. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie on WIP. Hey, let me tell you about PI Dental Center. With decades of experience in complex dental treatment, and I've personally been a patient of PI Dental for over 30 years, with Dr. Glenn Wolfinger and Dr. Robert Slell. I mean, they're awesome. Awesome at what they do. Board-certified prosthodontists. They specialize in the restoration and replacement of teeth. Originators of the teeth in a day. A revolutionary treatment that delivers fixed teeth on the same day as the implants are placed for dramatic transformations in a mere one day. If you struggle with your teeth, maybe it's how you chew, how you look, how you feel, how you feel about yourself, maybe self-esteem issues, when you smile. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, PI Dental can help you. Go to PIDentalCenter.com. That's PIDentalCenter.com to request a complimentary new patient evaluation. Now, that's a little harsh. People tell her she's got nothing in her brain? Hey, come on, man. That ain't cool. Jetta Cameron, John Richard. All right, That's so, what people say. That's what they yeah. say. But my point is that those people should be canceled. You can't say that to someone. If you tell someone you got nothing, it's that's a cancelable offense, right? I don't know. <laughs> I figured let me throw the grenade at Seltzer and see how he handles it. Let, let's see James take, take that one on. 
I'm just joking around. Hey, Ross Tucker at 12:45 today. Obviously, we'll be all over the playoffs. Uh, I mean, all day today, tomorrow, the day after. I mean, I, I think for three more weeks here. Uh, Seltzer, you got something there? What do you got? Yeah, well, speaking of the playoffs and the matchup, the Niners dealing with something right now. Uh, Charles Omanyehu, I apologize if I said the name wrong. He is uh, one of their defensive linemen, four and a half sacks this season, has been arrested on suspicion of uh, domestic violence. Wow. Um, so he was arrested in an allegation in San Jose, apparently pushed a woman to the ground. Um, at least that's the, the um, claim. Isn't he a starter? No. Uh, no? no, no, but he does have four and a half sacks, so he plays okay. a fair amount for them. He's a, he's a rotational guy. Okay. But um, they are mm. dealing with that. The Niners, uh, statement from the Niners, we're aware of the matter invo- involving Charles Omanyehu and are in the process of gathering further information. Wow. Okay. Well, we'll see what that means for, you know, what's up ahead. 215-592-9494. That is a distraction. Yeah, it is. Major. Bigger Short dist- week. All you right. got to travel, and now you got now everyone's asking about yeah. this. Seltzer, I need you to rank them. John's too close to rank them. Biggest distraction ever before Super Bowl. Okay, here we go. Oh. <laughs> it's hold on, hold on, hold on. I know the other one you're going to go. Barrett Brooks. Eugene Robinson, right? Or not Barrett Brooks. What's his name? What you got? Barrett, Barrett, Robbins. Barrett Robbins. Barrett Robbins or Eugene Robinson? I think it's Barrett. I don't know. I mean, he disappeared. <laughs> like, it's different with, like, Eugene Robinson, it was bad, but at least he was, like, there. Eugene Robinson was, was the night before the game. Joe, it was, Joe, but Barrett we were... disappeared. It's like, where's our center? No one knows. Yeah. Plus, we he was were... an all-pro. We all were right. at the that's, stadium. That's that's he fair. was he was a pro bowler. I don't yeah. know if he was all-pro yet. Yeah, so he was a good player. He was. He was. Well, we so were, was Eugene Robinson, for what's worth. We were at yeah. the stadium on Saturday morning yep. doing a walkthrough, and then it was going to be the team picture for the Super Bowl. And – the, the head coach says, offense is up. Normally, the center calls the huddle. There's no huddle call. Wow. It, no one realized until, I mean, we were on the field wow. right before the team picture that the Super Bowl's the next day, and all of a sudden our center, who was really good, yeah. is he's disappeared. Yeah, that's that's okay. That's number one. That's <laughs> that's that's incredible. Unbelievable. No, that's incredible. That is. All right, to the phones we go. Let's talk to Charlie in Douglasville. What's up, Charlie? Hammer. What's up, buddy? Hey, Charlie. John. Good afternoon. Afternoon, Charlie. Hey, um, Hammer. You know what you did last Friday? Hold on. What did I do last Friday? No clue. What did I do? You proved that you are a true champion. Oh, uh, you know oh, what? Boy, you're what's going on here right now? So correct, Charlie. You fought Charlie. through your losses. You fought through your losses, and you proved you were a oh, champion. Oh, yeah, you battled real Look. adversity there, losing a radio game Charlie, thing. Charlie, in the words of Rocky Balboa, it's not how hard you hit, but how hard you can take a hit and keep moving forward. That's why winning is done! And that's, that's what right. I proved. Yeah, and, and, and me and the Eagles, we both proved that. <laughs> we both proved that. <laughs> Hey, um, it's silence I was wondering, after that. that's the appropriate response is dead <laughs> silence after that. How do you feel about um, our wide receivers going against the corners on San Fran? San Fran's corners? Yeah, how how are they? I'm not sure how good they are. I mean, John says their well, their secondary is not great. I I mean they, I they they don't have household names. You know that that uh, Lenoir guy who had the pick, uh, the Charvarius Ward. Uh, Jimmy Ward, the, their nickelback, has had some success in this league. But, you know, they're, they're solid. They're well coached. They they understand the, the techniques they need to be using in their, in their discipline. But I feel a lot better about the talent we have at our cornerbacks, you know, with, with Bradbury and, and Slay out there. Oh, man, that's what I like to hear. That's good news. They're good. Hopefully we they're can, not uh, great. Our guys are great. Them. John, you're a wealth of football knowledge, man. You're awesome. Wow. Listen, you could have kept it with the wealth of football knowledge. You didn't need to include that. You're awesome. Charlie, give me a big answer here, man. Female performance in a movie, best ever. Who was it? Have you seen that scary movie, Smile? Yeah. I saw it, yes. I have not. The the woman that played the psychiatrist in that, her name's, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right, Sosie Bacon. Okay. She really did a good performance in that. Movie's scary. It's legit. It is. Wow. It's good. It was, man. Yeah. All right. You got it. Charlie, appreciate the phone call, man. Let's go to Milt right now. Milt, you're on WIP. Uh, good afternoon. I, I I still can't get past the Hammer and James Dean in the same sentence. I know. <laughs> Neither but, can uh, we, Milt. Neither can we. <laughs> Nothing has ever been more appropriate from a comparative yeah. standpoint. 
But I did call, um, I wanted to say something about the Eagles, but I wanted to thank you, Joe, about your comments about Dan Baker. Yeah. Uh, it was a wonderful banquet last night, and Dan and I um, known each other since 64. And wow. Played uh, actually in the backcourt for Glassboro State basketball, and I got to know him. And he has never changed, and is such an inspiration to to so many people. He's a great person. Yeah, you know, uh, listen, just a great person. Guy. Yep, totally correct. So about the Eagles, um, I've been a fan since I think the first game I saw was in 1951. Wow. So I've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly. I just feel very comfortable. This is a very special team this year. Uh, we, there's been a lot of great players over the years, but I've never seen the whole roster be so impressive. Like you want to watch everybody on the field all the time just to watch what they do. Listen, Milt, I'll say this. I said yesterday on the show, and I'll stand by it. There's a, a really legit chance this is the best roster the Eagles will have in the next 10 or 20 years. I don't doubt it. I mean, they would have to draft exceptionally well with the salary cap issues they're going to have up ahead. Look, you turn it over every few years. I mean, maybe in 10 years they strike gold again. But to me, it's almost impossible next year's roster could be as good because you're going to lose some guys with the attrition that happens due to, you know, Jalen's contract. Absolutely. And it's just, you know, I mean, that's one of the things. One of the reasons the Steelers won four straight Super Bowls in the 70s, even after they'd gotten good, they were still hitting home runs with their draft picks. I mean, they had that one draft. straight. No, in the uh, did I say straight? Four sorry, straight yeah, in sorry. 70s, four yeah. in the seventies. Like they had one draft. I think it was seventy-four. They were already good. Immaculate reception was in seventy-two. They had a draft in seventy-four. They drafted four Hall of Famers. Right. I mean, that's how you you know win four championships. Anyway, well, I'm just can, saying that's that's tough, that's tough to do. Yeah, we can hope. Has anybody said Jody Foster in Silence of the Lambs? It has been said. Yes. How about then Kathy Bates in Misery? You know what? Two two for two that have been said. You got one more shot, Milt. Lee Remick, Days of Wine and Roses. All right, wow. Bill. You, you got it, man. Thank you, Mill. Appreciate the phone call. To Bob and Bethany Beach. Hi, Bob. Ellis. How are you? How are you, pal? Great, Bob. Uh, it's great to talk to you again. Um, before I forget, this is my uh, the woman who's best in movies. Mm-hmm. So I will go with Glenn Close. And Fatal Attraction. You know what? It's really good performance, man. It was terrifying. <laughs> it, was, it was so terrifying that most of the men on the planet will not enjoy it. Listen, I wonder how many people said, you know, no affairs after that. I mean, seriously, that was... Yeah, whip exactly. people into shape. Right? I mean, holy mackerel. Oh, exactly. So, anyway, that's why I said it. Elevator, yeah. elevator scene was kind of cool, though. I just got throw that out there uh, you're a dirty no i'm just saying I'm just saying you know always it was yeah. better than the bunny scene when the bunny got killed <laughs> yeah sure you got a cooked bunny I mean, in the pot the whole, bunny. the whole thing was upsetting by the way ann archer where did she go i was a huge ann where archer did fan. Ann archer go? It's a good oh wheelhouse ann archer wheel of course freaking house man yeah, she was in that and she was in um um, but, 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 the, the, like, I don't know if it's clear in present danger. The, the early Jack Ryan movies, I think she was Harrison Ford's wife, loved Ann Archer. Anyway, yeah, I recognize so, her. Yeah, yeah, she was good. So, other than that, the only thing I'll say is a year ago, after the loss in the playoffs, mm-hmm. I said, let's give Jalen a year. And then, halfway through this year, I said to you guys, hey, look at the stats. The dude's going to be better every step. He has been, and I am just so happy. And I will look forward to uh, this weekend, and I think they're going to do it. I and think I so too, the, Bob. I love yeah. the fact that I love the fact that John last week was so positive that he probably had no anxiety, and Joe last week yeah. was not positive and had all kinds of anxiety. I did. Yeah, that anxiety went away about uh, like three minutes into the game, but otherwise, yeah, it was stress-filled. Yeah. So stress-filled three minutes. All right, Bob. Thanks, thanks, Bob. thanks, buddy. That game did get calm quickly. I mean, you could just – you know when you see a game that's non-competitive. Sometimes they swing. Jacksonville in the wild card, 
right? They looked like they were just getting completely knocked out, and they found a way to come back. So it can happen. But that was uh, stress-free. So you're uh, stress-free this week because of that performance? Well, I am, but I tell myself I shouldn't be as stress-free as I am. I very much expect the Eagles to win, but I don't expect them to win. James, tell me if you agree with this. I don't expect them to win. I don't feel as strong about it as I did prior to the Eagles-Tampa game in 0-2. Oh, totally not. Right? Yeah, that's what I felt like last week. Well, and obviously that... it went right one time and not the other. But yeah. Part of the problem that I have with you is you're letting that does. inform does. the way you feel about this. Well, that's not 2002. Well, like, it has nothing. No, there, but the no idea of just here. remembering that if you feel super confident that that doesn't always mean you're going to win, it's just a well, reference there's point. that, but there's also the, and guys, don't get me wrong, I think the Eagles are going to win, but part of what I'm getting at, John, is don't just assume the home field advantage thing carries you. I'm not. I, I think it's a huge advantage. I, I can't look past the fact that they have two less days than we do to get ready for sure. this game. Yeah. And you've got a rookie quarterback in an offensive line. How who, is it two days? We played at like 8.50 at night. They played it like the next day. Well, one day. to travel. Well, it's a day, okay. but they got to travel. Okay. I got you. I You're got you. traveling for yeah. a whole day. I mean, that's that, that it, you can't look past that. Okay. This uh, – this team is is so ready. I understand the the 49ers, they've looked excellent. Uh, but that quarterback with this crowd, how do you how do you how does he manage that? Well, okay. I can't imagine this kid not being able, no one's going to be able to hear his voice. Yeah. The offensive line who has a huge task ahead to try to slow up our pass rush, they're going to be a split second late. Look, getting off the snap. I think it's going to be a huge advantage. I think the Eagles are going to win. But I will go back to something I said earlier. Five times the Eagles have played since 80, NFC Championship game in South Philly. You know, Vet and Link combined, three and two. It's not a bad record, but it's not four and one. It's not five and oh. None of those teams were this dominant. Um, I think you're right. I think this is a better team than any Eagles team I've seen. But San Fran is good. I mean, I... Seltzer, how did he get talking me and San Fran? Now someone, now someone that just tunes in is going, oh, the camera's picking San Fran. No, I'm not picking San Fran, you knuckleheads. By the way, did you guys you see? really did twist that around. Uh, yeah, that was yeah. not cool, man. Hey, work, <laughs> Well done, buddy. Maybe he should be the attorney. So uh, we had a caller earlier just a couple of minutes ago said, uh, you know, he's seen like, I don't know, all the Eagles games since 51 or something. Did you guys see that last week someone died in France who was born in? 1904, a French nun. Think about oh, yeah, it. Yeah, I saw it. 118, right? 118. Yeah, when the it. Eagles were formed in 1933, she would have been 29. Hmm. I mean, that's outrageous. Imagine the stuff you saw. You're born in 1904, man. It's, it's outrageous. It's outrageous. It's outrageous. It actually is outrageous. Well, she probably saw less stuff being a nun. Uh, well, I don't know if she was cloistered. Is, 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 were you uh, ripping on nuns here? You're talking about the world of cloistered? You're just saying you're missing just stuff. Saying, for yeah. a choice, you get other stuff, but you're missing certain stuff. So my aunt, who went in the convent in 64, missed the collapse of the 64 Phils. <laughs> she found choice. out that later. Like, oh, my well. God, the Phillies lost. They didn't even make the playoffs. All right, to the phones. Lenny and Warminster. Hi, Lenny. Lenny. Oh, he's just not quite ready to he's go. He's always ready. What are you going to do? We go to Paul. That's what you do. Paul in Northeast Philly. Hi, Paul. Hey, guys. Great show as usual. Thanks, Paul. Let me ask you something, John. Is our offensive line better than the Dallas Cowboys line in the 90s? Wow. I think, I think it is. That is that is royal comparison right there. Well, you want to talk about a completely different uh, style? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man. I, it's hard to look back on that offensive. They, they are so touted and so uh, accredited. Historically esteemed and acclaimed. And massive, by the way. Uh, I guess Jordan Mailata is also massive. I, very different. Very. I think our weakness wow. is pass protection, like standard pass protection. And I don't remember how good they were at pass protection. They must have been pretty solid well it was eric williams more of a run blocking o-line yeah eric williams like larry that. allen stemnoski nate newton and uh maybe was it a geshek guy or something like that yeah something like that they Not were unbelievable guy. man 
here goes what I think. We're up there. I think we're up there with them, number one. Number two, San Fran hasn't given up a 70-yard rusher, or is it 70 yards rushing, in a game this year. I think we put 200 on them. I think that's our wow. strongest thing. Well, Jalen's going to account for a bunch. Right. Uh, yeah. At, I was really encouraged by Kenny Gainwell running as well as he did in this last game because I didn't know that he had that in him. That was big. Based on what we saw this season. Uh, I like him changing it up with all these guys in the backfield, keeping everybody fresh. And yeah. them guys, and, you know, what else can you say? Them guys are like, they're incredible. I mean, they're incredible. If you can't run, you know, then you turn one-dimensional. But with this offensive we line, that's one, that's one thing we can do is yeah. run. They'll pry it open. You, you can count on that. And you got to remember, Jalen's not handing the ball off unless it's, unless it's there. Right. So it, yeah. it gives you, like, that added level of comfort. Like, I'm positive that these backs will be running for, you know, four or five yards before they're touched at times, and that – Sets up for success. Well, they did show a stat during the game the other day that the Eagles were significantly less this year rushing with running backs when Jalen Hurts did not play, which would make yeah. sense because, you know, sense. yeah, it makes perfect sense. Paul, give me a big answer, man. Female performance in a movie. All right. Uh, Louise Fletcher. Yes. She played Nurse Ratchet. Wow. One flew over to Cuckoo's. That's a great that, answer. How about that answer right there? All right. All right. Wow. Um, so, speaking of uh, females, did you guys see the story? came out about a week ago. That Carol Baskin's husband might be alive. I did. From what? Tiger King. No, Seltzer. I did not see this. The whole, like, you know. The whole thing was alive, potentially? Apparently, the dude is, let's call it, maybe alive. No way. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> from Tiger King and Joe Exotic yes. and Carol Baskin and the the husband, I, whatever that guy's name I mean, was. Everyone in the world thought she was a murderer. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Don Don Lewis is his name, and there are reports that Don Lewis is alive and like somewhere in a different country. Wow. Wow. <laughs> right. no. So your mind is blown. Well, this. Yeah. This well, is a wild not, one. We don't know for let's sure. Not but... get too overconfident that he's alive because his family. Is refuting the fact. That oh, they're well. refuting. Yeah. Well, I'm just telling you, there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of talk out there. The report that it was that he was uh, in Costa Rica and and fine, and his family members don't buy it. Okay. Well, investigate. Got to get someone to investigate that. Let's I'm go. There's a film crew that'll go down oh, there and check it out. Someone's right? going to be checking something out. Dave and Glenside, what's up, Dave? Yo, how's everybody doing today? Good, man. Super. Guys, you've been touching on this all morning, and it is the number one topic up where I live. Let's get you guys on the record, yes or no, does the clock strike midnight for Purdy? Whether it's the crowd noise or the Eagles defense, does he fold? Yes. Yes, he does. Oh, that's what I want to hear. Yep. I, I saw some people saying, no, he's, this is his year and blah, 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 but it's, that's too much for anybody to handle. Well, he's going to be under immense pressure. And Correct. I, I saw in that, that Cowboys game, there were multiple plays that should have been intercepted by the Dallas Absolutely. Cowboys. You know, bad decisions, inaccurate throws. He, it's, he's not totally erratic with the way he throws it, but it's Correct. never it's never like a Joe Burrow pass that's leading the receiver where he needs to go. I feel like these 49ers receivers, they have to reach for the ball a lot of times, and he's going to make mistakes when everything is a tick faster because that pass rush is upon him. I love it, guys. I love it. All right, Dave, give me a big answer. Female performance in a movie. This movie has haunted me for since I saw it how many years ago, 30? Merle Street, Sophie's Choice. All right, you got it. Yep, it is. But it like is 40 years ago. Uh, well, he might have seen it oh, 30 I know. years ago. I know. Yeah. You know, James, you understand like a movie I know. can come I out know. in the 70s I, and then I someone know. sees it in the 80s. Know, you... Came out like 41 years ago, yeah. 42 years ago. Just making sure. Yeah. Just trying to get it right. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Keith right now. Ross Tucker will join us soon. Hi, Keith. Hey, how you doing? Long-time caller, first-time, or long-time listener, first-time caller. Thank you. Well, in the words of uh, uh, many before, uh, welcome aboard. Yeah, so I had something that uh, you guys were discussing before, the uh, national perspective of uh, Nick Sirianni. Yep. 
I had a buddy text me. He was like, what do you think about him? Everybody sees him as cocky, whereas in Philly we see him as more confident. Um, so I think maybe some of the disrespect he's getting is the national perspective on him, on some of the things he does that we may see as Philly things, but other people see as cocky. I agree. I totally agree. You know? And I don't even know so much a Philly thing as much as he's just he's different. Like I don't even what know what are we he's... talking about, like yelling on the sidelines yeah. and wearing, yeah. wearing you know player face T shirts and stuff like that. Just all the stuff. stuff. He's stuff like that. Like after the Dallas game, if you remember, I forget exactly what he did, but it was he's authentic you know. and genuine. He is appreciate it. I totally agree. And also another point that I think he gets some of that from is he played at Mount Union, which is the most dominant Division three football school like in the country. And so you're saying that's, that's a you're saying that's a good thing. Oh, you're saying you think that formed his confidence. Yeah, it could have. I mean, yeah. listen. Even if you win at a lesser level, you're still winning. Yeah, exactly. You so. know. I mean, John. But, knows, uh, John knows that coming from the Pac-10. Keith, give me a great answer, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got two for you. I'm on fire today, man. I'm you're just, bringing it, I'm man. I'm taking shots yeah, at everyone today. It. Keith, give me an answer. Give me your best answer. Female performance in a movie. Uh, Roseman Pike from Gone Girl. You got it, man. Yeah, she was very, very good in that. So what's up with the Pac-10? Why can't you guys ever get your act together? I think they do. Eh, other, than, other than Pete's years at USC, it's been pretty dormant for a while. Just, I, You know, when I first got out there, I remember thinking, man, this is soft. The, that's the, the rep. That's the rep. Because it, it was different. It was a lot more, you know, pass heavy. And I was just in the <laughs> Big Ten where, you know, you're playing the – the big game three yards Ohio and a State. cloud of dust yeah, it was different i know it's a different brand of football it is let's talk to patrick patrick you're up on wip what's up buddy hey guys great show thanks a lot for taking my call you bet patrick yeah uh, you know i get it with the uh being uh you know kind of uh underrated here in philly but i think the line's right on right these no. these teams really seem evenly matched i said i, I mean, disagree look at it I disagree for two names, Patrick. There's two reasons, two names why I disagree. Purdy, Hurts. Yeah, I get it. But if you look at the overall skill positions on the Niners on offense, they are better. (laughs) They're tremendous. We have some great skill position players, no doubt. And I get the quarterback gets the ball in every play and things like that. But if Shanahan – controls Purdy for the first quarter and get him through that first quarter, they have a shot. I hope not. I hope we sack the heck out of him and he's he's running for his life. But, you know, I, I think these are about as evenly matched teams as I've ever seen, really. I'm telling you, if the quarterback of the Niners was different, I would agree with you. But I don't agree with you. Well, okay. look, let's, when you look at the hope, numbers. Let's hope the Eagles use this. No, right? I know. Sure. You're talking about the best defense in the NFL, the second best defense in the NFL. You're talking about two offenses that are top five. Players all over the place that can make plays. All over the place. Yeah. Two good coaches. They are the biggest challenge we faced. No, by tenfold. I have faith that this team that we we haven't even seen the best that that this Eagles team can play. I don't know about that. I mean, look, last week, last week, I felt like it was our most complete game. Yeah, but and and that's just at the right time. Right. But they can't play like much better than that. I mean, they if you get 93 percent of that, you're probably in good shape. I mean, that was unbelievable. If you play at that level against a team that's this good, like the 49ers, that it will be the best team, the best game we've played. And Uh, I expect the best game we've played. I expect this staff to have the team ready and the team to be additionally motivated over the top. It's going to be huge. All right, Patrick, a female performance in a movie. What's the best ever? A lot of great ones have gone, but I'm going with uh, Vivian Leigh and Gone with the Wind. Wow, how about that? The 1939 Vivian Leigh. All right, 215-592-9494. So our next guest, Ross Tucker, has been following the Eagles all year to the point where he actually uh, announced the preseason games, of course, and it's getting closer and closer to the possibility of a second Super Bowl in five years, and Ross is brought to us by First Trust Bank, official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. Ross, what's going on, pal? Uh, what's going on is everything, Dude, man. Everything. I am I am so excited <laughs> for so many reasons. I mean, it's funny because, you know, I grew up around here, so I want the Eagles to win like everybody else. But then also, 
I want to keep talking to you guys. Yeah. You know, I want to keep filling in for Angela on Wednesdays for a couple more weeks before you guys start kicking butt in the morning. Um, and also, you know, I'm on sideline Sunday for Westwood One. If the Eagles had lost, I'd be like in San Francisco. I said I could just drive to the link. <laughs> so these guys don't realize, Joe and John, when they're out there, they're really just playing for my personal logistics. There you they go. They have no idea that that's what's on the line. Well, they're, they're, they're doing it effectively <laughs> for your purposes. Ross, um, I believe the line is too small. I'm not saying San Fran's not really good. I do get it. I, I just think a two-and-a-half-point point spread is a small line for a team with a far superior quarterback plus home field advantage. What do you think? I think the line is a little bit short as well because I think you have to account for home field advantage being about two-and-a-half points. I actually talked with Steve Fezzik on the Even Money Betting Podcast, who's a pro better. Nowadays, they say home field advantage is like two points. Remember all the years it was yeah. three points? They yep. always say three points, three points. Now they say two. I don't know. I kind of feel like the link playoff game, NFC champ, I think it's like two and a half. So they're basically telling us that these teams are even Steven. I don't see it that way. Correct. Um, I look at the body of work over the course of the season. Although I do think we all at times overrate the prior week's performance. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a little bit what's in our heads right now. It's a reason why the Giants were only seven-and-a-half-point underdogs because the last time we saw the Eagles against the Giants, they didn't look great. Yeah. And the last time the Giants played the Vikings, the Giants looked really good. It's the same thing like, you know, everybody thinks it's going to be Bengals-Eagles in the Super Bowl now. I mean, everywhere I go, every radio station, oh, it's Bengals-Eagles, Bengals-Eagles, Bengals-Eagles. But that's primarily because the Eagles killed the Giants and the Bengals dominated the Bills. And it's hard for us hmm. to, to realize that what happened this past weekend has absolutely nothing to do with what's going to happen on Sunday. I think that that might be clouding our judgment a little bit, Joe, is that we think the Eagles are necessarily going to be the way they were Saturday night, and we think the, the Niners – really aren't that great because the Cowboys gave him a heck of a game. How good is this Purdy guy, and how hard is he going to have it against our defense? Well, he's good. Um, look, they've put up a bunch of points, and they've won every game since he's been in there. And, I, you know, you know what really bothers me? Look, I hope he plays like crap and the Eagles win, right? That'd be great. But you know if he plays like crap, people are going to say, mm -hmm. see, see, that's who he is. That's why he was the last pick in the draft. See, he's not really good. That drives me nuts. Yep. Whereas if he was the first pick in the draft, he could play bad for six games, and then he has one good game, and they'll be like, see, that's why he's the first pick in the draft. He's good. He's a good quarterback. I will say this. Kyle Shanahan just does an unbelievable job putting these guys in a position to succeed. I mean, we've seen Nick Mullins look good in that offense. We've seen C.J. Beathard look good in that offense. I mean, he makes guys that are really backups. You know, those guys both put up numbers when Garoppolo got hurt and they were in the game. Then w the Eagles got Nick Mullins, and he stunk. Yeah. I remember that? Well, I, mean, I do remember that. that. game was nuts. But one thing I want to challenge you on here, Ross, I don't agree with your assertion that Purdy is good. Um, he's been good enough for that team, clearly. But I think he's average at best. I don't see good. I think you're clouded by – perception of what he was perceived to be which is not good and then you see him be capable and you say oh he's good I don't think he's good if you're going to rank 32 quarterbacks in the NFL to me he would be in the average of the pack of starting quarterbacks at best um yeah I mean I, I think the way he's played he's certainly within the top 20 I don't know that he, he I don't, he's not top 10 but the way he's played I mean guys he's he's Five and zero. Oh, he's I know sixty seven percent complete. But we heard percentage. the same thing about Case Keenan coming in here, right? Had a great season, twenty seventeen. Didn't really do much before that. Didn't really do much after that. I'm not saying this Purdy guy's not going to have a career, but I have no fear of Purdy. None, zero. Well, I, well, I, I, th I mean, we well, should fear his weapons. I, 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 I fear I his. Think... No, but I, that's different. I didn't say. Yeah, I, I do fear his weapons. I don't. Fear yeah, but him. who's the one getting the ball to the weapons? It's yeah, him. but you Look know what, what Kittle's I'm done since he's been the quarterback. Look, I mean. I don't know what that means, you don't fear him. Look, Jalen Hurts is better, and I think this is a gigantic missed opportunity for the Eagles. If Brock Purdy comes in here and they win that game, 
that's going to be one that we talk about for a long time. Yeah. Because that, that, that cannot happen. A rookie quarterback can't come in here and win the NFC Championship game in the link. But Kyle Shanahan puts him in a position to succeed. To your point, though, Joe, I'm going to kind of combine these, right? Okay. This is the most important game of the season for the Eagles to get a lead. Obviously, it's the most important game, period. But I don't think Purdy or the Niners' offensive line is designed or any good in an obvious drop-back passing situation. So that's twofold there. That's Eagles try to get up two scores, so the Niners can't really play their run game, play action stuff in the second half. And also, gosh, you got to get them in the third and five or more so that the run game's not an option. The Eagles won't buy the play-action stuff because that's what they do. They do the play-action, they do the boots, and they're very, very good at it. But that's why you're right, Joe, that Purdy doesn't scare you because if this became a game where he has to drop back 40 times, the Niners are not winning the game, period. How do you compare the the weapons that we discussed? You got A.J. Brown and Devontae wide receiver on one side, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk on the other side, Dallas Goddard versus George Kittle, Christian McCaffrey versus Miles Sanders. Well, I I think McCaffrey's a better player than Miles Sanders because he's a a lot more impactful in the passing game than Miles is, although Miles has had a terrific year. I think the wide receiver edge goes to the Eagles. Those guys are elite players in terms of winning one-on-one, Ayuk and Debo are really good. But if you watch, man, a lot of that, John, is schemed up mm-hmm. for them to be running in, in breaking routes or slants. And they are terrific run-after-the-catch guys. But I think if you asked 30 teams to rank these four guys, they would go A.J. Brown 1 Debo two, wow. Devontae three, Ayuk four. Yeah. So the Eagles have the one and three there. I think the most interesting discussion is the tight end. Now, Kittle has really come on as of late, but I still am not sure he's better than Goddard. I know the Eagles think Goddard's, you know, maybe the second best tight end behind Kelsey. Goddard, did you see the play where he, Goddard pulled and like was out on the edge yes. on that fake quarterback sneak on the and murdered a dude? Yeah, I, I love Goddard. My big thing, I am going to spend the entire offseason, okay, talking about Dallas Goddard and Hassan Reddick on every radio station around the country I go on until America realizes how good these guys are. Do you realize there are people – that still don't even know who Hassan Reddick is yeah. or what team he plays for. Yeah. And and you, if I go on a radio station, like, let's say I went today, I'll go to, like, Cleveland or whatever. If I said Goddard was better than Kittle, they'd be like, come on, Ross. Yeah, because Goddard doesn't, like, get the hype or the pub that Kittle does. So true. To the phones, let's talk to Dr. Gina. How you doing, Gina? Hey, I'm doing all right. So, um, you know, speaking of Dallas Goddard, thank God they, he was no longer, like uh, – Where's Waldo? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. thank God. They uh, he was back. This week. Yeah, that was full, no, that was full force. Yep. That was full force. And so, Ross, I just wanted to, like, talk to you just a tad about um, your sound man in Pittsburgh with the Raiders. Remember, you signed something. You didn't have anything in your bag that night, so you signed the uh, roster for that night. With yes. all the notes on 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 yes. that, that's me. That's you, that was for me. Thank you so much. Because I oh, I bragged man. on Ross to uh, I'm to uh, Joe and John. I I bragged on Ross to my patient about how what a cool guy he seems, and you know his whole Taylor Swift obsession and all of that <laughs> kind of stuff. And my, my the guy who I'm talking about, he's not into football. He's not into pop music. So like all of this was like fell on deaf ears. And I said. He said, but you know what? Ross is like such a cool, nice guy. And Ross gave me, gave me a little something, something, which was really good. good. But, um, you know, as far as here's a couple of things. Like, I was really glad to see Jalen looking like Jalen. I was afraid I was going to have to come to the Novacare complex and say, please let me adjust his sternocleidomastal bone there, like where he had his sprain. But he looked like he was good. He looked, yeah. didn't look any way, he shape, normal. or form. Yeah, he looked normal. He looked normal yeah. perfectly normal. And that – 
disheartened me so much. But now remember, so, lightning in a bottle always happens. So you're saying that's that's an injury that you have to adjust in other patients that you've seen? Oh, sure. That's, for me, that's a pretty common thing because it's where the sternum, you know, your breastbone, yeah. meets your collarbone, in the, like more in the center. They're calling it a shoulder sprain, but yeah. from my understanding, it was actually there at that joint, which is linked to your collarbone, which is linked to your shoulder. And yeah. I do that all the time. I work on that all the time on patients. Well, and huh. I was worried because he didn't get that, you know, I, who knows what he had done, but right. he didn't see me and I knew I didn't adjust sure, it. So, but sure. he looked good. All right, Gina, give us a great female performance in a movie, the best ever. Kim Basinger in L.A. Confidential. You know, she is good in that movie. She, I mean, Great I, movie. It's a great movie. It's an outstanding movie, and it doesn't get referenced as much Not as it much. should. Yeah, very, very good movie. Good cast also. Really good stuff. All right, more up ahead with Ross as we, uh, you know, a little bit look back to the Giants game, but much more so. It's about looking ahead to the Eagles and the 49ers. Conference total game. We'll talk about it all show. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie on WIP. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.